the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School where real talk are vernacular. That means you got to stay on Google. You the new guy we go to for women. Uh, Jack, I see, I see a picture of him, or of Jack Harlow, who is around Dua Lipa, and Sawati for Saweetie. Jack Harlow. Saweetie, I don't know. He said Sawati. <laughs> Dude, I tell you, if they were born after 1998, I do not listen to their music. I will tell you that shit right now. You said that like you were like you a council in the Native American Union, man. <laughs> like, what tribe do you identify with? The Sawati? <laughs> I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna get mad at Brandon though, because it is spelled like Sawati. The first several like, times I saw her name spelled out, I was like Sawati. He said that her girl, her grandma called her Sawiti, Sawiti, and that's why she put her name as that. That's why she made that as her name. Uh, you know, what happened to the days of R&B singers using their real names? Pedro, are you playing Call of Duty right now? Mm-hmm. Pedro, <laughs> sound like Pedro playing Gal- Gal- uh, Galaga. I hear Nice YouTube going off. Pedro, you're here just in time to start the show, so let's get to it. <laughs> Damn it, I thought the show was halfway over. Me too. I was walking. Me too, Pedro. I can't I, didn't, I didn't get on the after 630. I, mean, I got in 57. I was like, man, watch. let me just get in for a little bit. The nigga's going to be done with the show. Cutty corner shout out, and I'm out. Then I get in, the nigga air was like, come on, man, just start the show. I was like, this nigga like an hour. <laughs> God, the crazy thing is you beg him, but he, and he takes longer the more you ask him to start. I'm ready to start the show. I've been <laughs> trying to start. All right. All right. Well, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on Twitter at Horcrux Hipster. Oh, also, happy Black History Month, everyone. We are getting ready to do our Black History Month Jeopardy special. Everyone keep an eye out for that. And uh, I'm going to choose a random weeknight where everyone is tired and doesn't want to be here to do it. Are you sure? Usually you just do it on, on like the 28th. <laughs> just wait till Indigenous People's Day. And you're like, all right, we're going to do our Black History Month. Is it Columbus Day yet? Now we could do our BHM Jeopardy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we are here with. Uh, this is Aaron Grayson, AG3, coming at you real fast. I've been, getting, I've been exercising a lot because my A1C higher than the AC130. Got to thank God that I'm here. Trying to keep you. this sugar low, working hard. Hopping on exercise bike twice a day. There you go. Hey, Peloton started coming coming Peloton. use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be thinking of you, Aaron, and, and, and praying for you and your A1C and that Peloton. Radanda Rabasha Karabamanda Didiasa. Yes, Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. What? Uh, Is he looking at at S-Bag right now? 
<laughs> he's reading uh, the course. Oh, <laughs> he's just reading. Re uh, who is cleaning the table uh, next to him? Uh, who is cleaning the table? This was perfect, Jared, for me. Said, thank God for my A1 to He brought all this pastor speaking in tongues. You forgot how to pray in tongues. Need prayer. From my head, my head looking at his phone. phone. My head was literally about to explode. That is hilarious. I feel like uh, I was on shrooms. That's Chris Daddy Dave posted. Don't ever play anything like that again, please. <laughs> My A1C, like you said, higher than the AC 130. And we are here with. Hello, everyone. It's uh, Captain Peapock. I lost my voice because uh one year old's birthday party. Most ratchet folks ever been around in my entire <laughs> life. Yes, it's my family. <laughs> hey, man. They just won, man. <laughs> Talk about a fucking group of one-year-olds like that. Right. I'm going to do that shit with my friends. <laughs> I'm afraid, Aaron, do you remember? I, I know a lot of us drank when we was younger. I, I mean, you know, I don't know why I'm saying here. I didn't drink till I was 21. I, I know right. a lot of y'all drunk. It was a drunk. Todd, I know all y'all was in here drinking and smoking at No, nah, man, come on, man. Calm down. But, man. What, but when did your shit. parents allow you was, to mix drinks at 17 was, years old? Pedro, I was let you know that I had a father and I drank. <laughs> <laughs> like Aaron, I just not start drinking until I was 21. I'm trying to figure out when we start letting our kids mixed drinks at 17 16 years old and no, smoke your, weed with the dads that's your family Pedro. <laughs> i guess i don't know man i just i don't belong on this planet dude you know what i was thinking about pedro being in vegas i was like pedro probably the only person in vegas that's sober and do everything legal <laughs> i'm afraid that's true he's just that's hilarious well, all i can say is that's that's sort of my Asian version of his. Uh... Whoa. We uh. Higher education. He got fired. He already got. They fired his ass quick. He fired his ass quick. Oops. Oh, that racist uh, Chancellor uh, Purdue shout out sponsorship. I thought he was actually saying something. <laughs> Just like the pastor actually said. Something. Just thought he was so here saying. Uh, Jared. Uh, <laughs> no, please stop it right there. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> I can go with that. That is my go, sound man. drop. Uh, you got a sound drop, man. You got <laughs> with the captain. And we are here with. Hey, what's up? Uh, this is Brandon, a.k.a. Taco Pablo, with your uh, reminder that uh, it is now tax season. Get your taxes done. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. If somebody guarantees a refund, don't pay them any. Okay? Because <laughs> they're going to find you. I pay my taxes as fast as Wesley Snipes. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> hey, someone lock me up. Lock me up for this drip today. This drip today, someone locked me up for it. 
on God. Screw 12, though, for real. <laughs> this drip's illegal in 49 states. Good thing I live in Ohio. <laughs> hey, someone lock me. Jared, man, how many how many people with special needs you follow online? Exactly. What are you, you doing, making man? Making fun of special needs people and follow them online. <laughs> I mean, it's nice what, that you treat them as you, well, equal to everybody, in, everybody else. What you put in hashtag on this? What's going on, Jared? This compliments of Brandon. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Brandon didn't send it to you for you to post it out to the world. <laughs> he sent it to you because you were part of the same community, baby. <laughs> I don't know. That shit was so funny to me. I was like, what? <laughs> he said 49 states. He said 49 states. What do you say about drinking Coke, Jared? Yo, what's good? <laughs> Thursday morning, we getting lady there, ladyer in the mug, <laughs> pulling up the phone. What y'all know about it? <laughs> you ain't even know nothing about that for real. <laughs> Yo, what's good? Oh my god, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, he was pouring up cherry coke. Brandon, why are you laughing so hard, man? Cherry coke. My man pouring up cherry coke, man. And we are here with. What's up, y'all? It's Adarius, aka Smoking Out. I, man, I had, uh, I, I had so many plans for, for for a lot of things to say. Smoking out with your with your institution. Smoking out with your Kamala. Smoking out with your warrior. Smoking out with you. I had a couple of them in mind, but I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'm pretty sure I just had a seizure from all these sound bites. <laughs> My brain froze. I couldn't think for about seven to eight seconds. I pissed on myself. So. <laughs> I'm in a bad way all of a sudden. Please, Jet, do not ever play anything like that ever again. Uh, here's your sound bite. Uh, hallelujah. <laughs> ATF, alcohol, uh -oh. tobacco, and firearms. In Western Colorado, we call that a fun weekend. But DC bureaucrats <laughs> have used this agency to infringe on the rights of the American people. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right for my soundbite, Jared. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for getting us a good picture. Like I said, man, Jared, I could just picture her, man, calling me the N-word in the middle of the night. <laughs> Having a wild night. <laughs> would you Would you do a... Uh... What what is it? The, nah, uh, I ain't hey. doing no deep fake. Don't need no deep fake. I want the real thing. Hey, Aaron, 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 she in Colorado. So you're black, all bets are off. What, that she ain't gonna call me the N-word? I ain't nobody's nigga. Yeah. No, no, no. She will. But you definitely easy getting them draws. But you was looking for a nigga? Nigga here now. You know when she called me the N-word. I don't want it without the N-word. Tell, tell her. That's Colorado. I want real race play. No white woman do anything in Colorado. Nigga, okay. we fuck dwarves in the ass. <laughs> Yo, what's good? And my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just short. And so, Regina, what made you say, I need this procedure? Because you're a young lady. <laughs> you look moist. <laughs> Oh my I'm goodness. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, but <laughs> you know, after you know, we put it this way: you look refreshed. <laughs> well, thank you. Jesus Christ! See, this is why you got to separate Fox News from Fox. 
This is Fox Channel, and they got a show on it called Funny Ass Azz Friday. That's your boy. That's, That's your boy. boy. That's my boy. That, uh, the, the, yeah, the yeah. interviewer in the Oscars. Yeah, this country ass town. <laughs> now he interviewing people about rejuvenated vaginas. <laughs> what really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? The fuck is that? Shit! <laughs> I'm dying in this fucking country ass fucked up town. <laughs> Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pollen. Let's get the fuck out of this country, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can go on that show. I might get some new hot mamas and test out some of that new rejuvenated vagina. <laughs> in this clip, they do speak on the rejuvenation process. After, you know, we turn 50, um, things happen in your body. Oh, you over change. 50? Yes, definitely See? over 50. Compliment, compliment. You moist. Um, <laughs> it was something that was brought um, up in a, just a routine a uh, consultation with Dr. Cash. And I thought about it. I didn't have any issues before, but mm -hmm. I thought, well, if everything is good now, why not enhance it? And I have to say that I'm pleased with the results. All right. I know Hold she up. got a car, a house, and I already know she fucking because, you know, <laughs> it just randomly came up in a consultation with Dr. Cat. Who was Dr. Cat? I'm trying Talk to figure out how to bring that yeah, up. Who, what, how, how do you find that, Dr. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out how did my man know he, how my man knows she's moist. <laughs> he did it. Did. <laughs> Happy Black History Month, guys. It is uh, officially Black History Month. And in honor of Black History Month, how are you guys celebrating this Black History Month in 2023? You ask this question every damn Black History Month. <laughs> every day, how are we celebrating this Black History Month, man? How are you celebrating this Black History Month, Jerry? I'm getting ready for the Black History Month Jeopardy special of 2023. No, damn it. <laughs> I think I'm going to celebrate Black History Month by doing a robbery. I just bought some all black Air Force Ones. I got different energy this month. Since then, I've been committing some robbery with Iron Baby. I can show you on camera, but I don't know. When I put them on, it makes me want to snatch a, a, a white lady's purse. So that's how I might celebrate Black History Month. That's all I've been thinking about. Strong arm re uh, reparations? Yeah, strong arm yeah. reparations. Just wear my black Air Force Ones to go out. Let a white woman know I mean business. See, I think I'm gonna do the opposite. I'm gonna get some shell to Adidas and start panhandling. But I break dance. And that's the same agenda. I hear you. We don't decide trajectory. Let a bunch of white people take pictures of me and post me on the Instagram and TikTok saying that I saw a black person this month. Oh, the, thing is, the thing is both of us Damn. will do that and somehow you will end up being the one who is shot by the police. <laughs> It's so ironic. Because she was trying to buy a Lucy uh, tall can of Arizona iced tea for 90, for 99 cents. Well, how about you, Pedro? How are you celebrating Black History Month? Um, Going to birthday parties. This is the most Black history I've seen in a while. When you go to birthday parties, living part of man out here, man. 16-year-olds <laughs> mixing alcohol. Yeah, it sounds like you were smoking and drinking with a bunch of high schoolers, man. Baby or, it's questionable if they're in the high school or they dropped out yet. But right, baby, yeah. Well, well, one of them dropped out. Uh, one's on the way, and daddy uh, coming in, and you know, it was happy they 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 daddy was there. 
which I was, that made me proud. Then my wife got upset because they wasn't paying her no attention. I was like, this is all crazy. <laughs> got to find a Mexican old white woman. I just, the, the rest of my life has to be with a Mexican old white woman. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to see her head go across his face on the screen. What you say about it? What you say about it, nigga? <laughs> the nigga said, huh? I said, uh, yeah, I'm uh, no, Jared, Jared. Uh, Please don't. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought you were doing that shit, Jared. I was looking down, and I'm like, this motherfucker, Jared, doing this for a while. Going, doing it. Then I see you playing the video. All right. Well, uh, I'm excited for it, and I hope you guys are. I also, I, you know, part of me does hold some reservation. And uh, I do feel like uh, I saw this clip this week and I usually see it like once a year around this time. And it made me made it resonate. I, you know, want to celebrate black history. But uh, this clip always, you know, makes me think about uh, how do we move forward with black history beyond this month? You know, shout out to Morgan Freeman. Sponsorship. History month you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you do with yours? What, which month is white history month? Well, well, come on, tell me. Well, uh, I'm Jewish. Okay, which I'm month sure. is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh, oh, why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no, no. I, 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 I don't either. <laughs> I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? Stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I think he did the same thing with his uh, step granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, I was back when Morgan Freeman had two good ones. <laughs> when he said to his granddaughter, I'm going to stop calling you my great stepdaughter and calling you. You stop calling me granddaddy. Sweet Lily. <laughs> Let me give you. I'm going to call Jordan. you throat gum. Let, <laughs> let me go ahead Damn. and buy you this little Toyota Prius and get back and forth to my house late at night. <laughs> oh, shit. Shout out to Morgan Freeman. But, uh, yeah, so I, I completely missed the stepdaughter story, so I'm lost. Oh, right. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. You didn't miss the stepdaughter story. You missed the step-granddaughter story. <laughs> well, you know, his publicist is way better because he pulled a Elon Musk daddy. Except worser. <laughs> Can Jerry give himself a magic moment for using the word worser? <laughs> don't exist. A word that don't exist. This magic moment. Anyways, uh, well, shout out to Morgan Freeman, though. I do think that there is something to be said of that, how we move forward with Black History Month. And this was said years ago, but are we going to continue to relegate our history to one month? Or are we going to expand upon that with like a game like Jeopardy that we're about to do or something like that? So anyways, well, in news this week, <laughs> A uh, New York school apologized for trying to celebrate Black History Month. However, they didn't do a good job of it. They served chicken and waffles and watermelon on the first day of Black History Month. What do you guys think about that? I ain't got no problem. Probably tastes better than Roscoe's chicken and waffles. 
Sounds like my son's school. Uh, <laughs> ain't got no problem. Keep the keep the school. Keep Where's the, the waffle? Sweet potatoes. <laughs> That school lunch look better than any school lunch I ever had. <laughs> they got chicken nuggets, bread, mashed potatoes, or gravy. That's a stock Pizza. photo. That's the, they probably paid a photographer five cents to use that. <laughs> yeah, those kids. That's a great meal. I don't Still know what Nicholas is going. Nicholas is complaining about. Well, here's a brief news clip uh, of the event. Community members are fired up after students at Nyack Middle School in Rockland County were served chicken, waffles, and watermelon for lunch on February 1st, the start of Black History Month. I was very confused because watermelon isn't really in the season. Did you wait? Hold on. She didn't do that. She hey. knew what it was. Talk about she was confused. Stop lying to these niggas, man. I, I know I got diabetes, but I feel like we did this story last year or the year before. No, we ain't never done this. Story never. Before, Are you sure? <laughs> Nigga, you was hanging around drinking too much lean at that birthday party. No, it was somebody. It was somebody <laughs> did something similar with some with some black history meal. Well, they had the black history month. I know ice, ice cream. cream. I'm not ice cream, but it seemed that like was no. That was not Black History Month. That was Juneteenth ice cream. Oh, Juneteenth ice cream. Yeah, yeah but it seems June. like we've done this story before. Uh, well, the, well, 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 whites have done this for a long time in history. <laughs> Shout out to the good whites, but these are usually the crummy whites. They've been doing this forever. Why so, did they be crummy? Because they want to serve a nigga some waffles. Yeah. Right. I mean, actually, that's I'll true. That's true. I think that was a good meal, but you just need a, a committee to really I'll talk that. Chicken. I would say I have to estimate because it's one thing to say like they got chicken and waffles there, but if they did like black eyed peas, short ribs, or some shit like that, if they made a whole like monthly thing, like hey, these are the foods that we you know know culturally black people eat. That's one thing. Yeah, we're just celebrating hey. it and saying we're going to cook some traditional meals to honor. Part of that food culture, true. Yeah, I can I can see that being a thing. That would make sense. So when uh, when they have uh, the Chinese New Year or whatever, I see all the Asian parents at the school. They get the red envelopes. They spend it, pass it out to all the kids in the school. Right? Yeah. Is that culture? Like, is that weird? <laughs> well, if you're I'm celebrating not... in a way that's productive with the community's support, yeah, if, you're trying, if, you, if you're trying to teach something, all they needed was a three by five note card said, "Hey, like this meal one of <laughs> ten chicken and waffles and watermelon on the inaugural day of Black History Month." On on the back it says, "Hey, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle, famous uh, <laughs> restaurant." Spark the trend. Here's a here's a local restaurant that serves chicken and waffles owned by a black lady. Here, look, lady. I agree. Lady if they would have had Kool-Aid, then we would have had a problem. Like, <laughs> no, they didn't have Kool-Aid. And yes, someone changed the menu because that menu looked like it was printed out a long time ago and it had banana as, as the dessert. Aaron right? will find any reason to say it is not wrong to serve people watermelon. It ain't wrong to serve watermelon, man. Everybody eat watermelon, man. <laughs> Only only way I'd be offended if all the cafeteria workers dressed up like Mimi toss <laughs> around their head. Just hold on and suck it. Mommy, here's the scarlet's vickles. You can take it all back to the kitchen. I won't need to buy it. Oh, yes, and you is. You was going to eat every mouthful of this. That's the only way I would be offended. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro, a question for you. You live in Arizona, right? You're right. Cinco de Mayo, what food are they serving? Taco. 
Exactly. Somebody, somebody, somebody's at school selling tamales and they make tacos. They all kind of stuff on Cinco de Mayo. Same thing in every other culture. But I feel like these new blacks are a little sensitive about, you know, our, oh, we, yeah. you can't serve us chicken and waffles. We work too hard for this. Like, no, serve chicken and waffles. I agree, agree with Brandon. Brandon. I agree with Brandon. <laughs> chicken and waffles sounds like a great meal to serve. And if they serve it regularly throughout the year or it happens on a certain occasion throughout the year, then it would make more sense. I think the chicken and waffles was actually on the menu originally. I think of the watermelons edition and the switch of that really put it over the top. <laughs> and I think that's the issue is that there was a last minute change. Chicken and waffles was coming. People are probably like, cool, chicken and waffles. That's one of the better things they could serve here. Fried chicken out of school, waffles. Okay, it's tight, man. And then all of a sudden they throw in the watermelon, the coon fruit, as some people call it. AG3, I have a question though. As our watermelon aficionado and connoisseur, is watermelon ever out of season? Yep, I agree with her though. With that, I don't eat watermelon when it's out of season. That's now you should be eating some apples and some citrus. I like my watermelon to come from the land, not from El Salvador or or Nicaragua. <laughs> they got land there too, That ain't the land that watermelon is supposed to be coming coming from. That's some shit that's owned by Nestle or something, just trying to grow watermelon. <laughs> Fuck that. No, it's out of season right now. If you get it, it's full of fertilizers and shit that ain't gonna make you be like most of them others. Alabama dudes, you gonna, your shit gonna shrink. This ain't for me. I come from a different kind of lifestyle, bro. Ladies know me. They know where I'm at with it. I tried to take a piss. I didn't even recognize myself. <laughs> like, like, um, what is that, Anaconda malt liquor? <laughs> trying to get my chicken dinner ready, Jared. Leave me alone for about 30 seconds to a minute. In honor of Black yep. History Month, AG3 is trying to block out Zion Williamson for the last Popeye's chicken sandwich. In other news, Tony Romo blessed us with this in honor of Black History Month. Can you tell me what Tony Romo was intending to say? The extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play. Right there, you got three. You talked about it. This is the best tackling team. They don't miss tackles. What was Tony Romo trying to say there? <laughs> yeah, three niggerbacks. <laughs> I mean, niggerbacks. Yeah, what was he trying to say, Joe? We that back. <laughs> Hold on, here we go. Here's the play. The extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play. Right there, you got three. Right there, you got three. Right there, you got three. You talked about it. This is the best tackling team. They don't miss I'll go back. Let me see one more right time. Right there, you got three. Number 55 is white. They don't miss tackles. Uh, what was uh, Tony Romo trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> he had three necromancers. I believe he was going to say necromancer. Right. I think he was going to say he has three Danny Glovers about to hit him. <laughs> in other news, in honor of Black History Month, we have a really good story, really fun story. And we actually have a spoken word segment by Brandon. But in other Black History Month news, Smokey Robinson has released a new album called Gasms. <laughs> Brandon, do you have a uh, a spoken word you want to bless us with? Uh, so I had to look up the lyrics, right? I couldn't find the song online, so I would just read you the lyrics of Gasms by Smokey Rosam. This, this is a snippet. It says, uh, when I look at you, it makes me feel better than good. When I see you, <laughs> what I see is you and me together forever. I'm knocking on wood. Every kind of gasm in the book. 
<laughs> I has them every time. I take a look. You give me gasms. I gasms. You're the one responsible for my gasms. Gasms, 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 gasms. You give me gasms, eargasms. When I hear your voice, my eardrums start to quiver. It's a sexy sound. Makes my love come down, and I know you can deliver. Any kind of gasm on the list, the gasms you don't. What is this? What is this? Now, this is like a, it's a, a bunch of old nigga nonsense, man. Okay. Um, I'm very excited for this album to come out, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, this sounds like when the singer sees us and meet a prostitute for the first time, he just starts saying shit, man. I, I'm very uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable talking. Like, my mother and her friend know Smokey Rob- Robinson's personally. Uh-huh. I'm very uncomfortable going to ask my mother what the hell's going on with this record that's come dropping. I'm very, I don't know how to approach her. So I can't give you any insight. I'm not going to do it. I know it. Hey, my mother's friend, my pastor, Gene Perez, mm-hmm. ministry, pray for this man when he was having problems, okay? He was having drug problems. Mm. And now it's like he done backslid and had sex problems. I don't miss you. Yeah, yeah, he got a hold of some Viagra. Oh man! Some out of season watermelon got him. Out of season watermelon and watermelon seed out of season. I don't know what happened, but I'm afraid to talk to my mom about it. I will not give you the backstory on this album. I refuse. Don't ask me no questions. You know, personally, I don't. I don't even. Hey, let's just go back to game banging, please. <laughs> Speak on game banging. And wine. <laughs> and smoke that weed. Wasting your time. Smoking that wine, smoking that smoke, doing that coke, dealing that dope, giving up hope, gang banging, gang banging. Smoking, please, you're making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Regular sex, please. <laughs> He's having all kinds of irregular gasms. <laughs> Am I the only one around right now? Why are you doing this to himself, man? He still look good, though. Oh, he's having them gasms, man. That'll keep you young. What is he, 80? Is he 81 years old, I want to say? This should have been called spasms. Lower back spasms, baby. We know you really have it. He's 82 years old. 82 years old. The title song is the first song on the list is the title song, Gasms. And then there's it's a nine-song album. How You Make Me Feel is number two. I Want to Know Your Body, number three. I Keep Calling You, number four. Roll Around is number five. Beside You, six. If we don't have each other, seven, uh, you fill me up, eight, and nine, I fit in there. <laughs> this shit ain't my stomach hurt, man. Whoa. This shit is mad. The ninth one Where's might be the best. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That shit made me gag a little bit, man. Legend has it. He's, he got one of them things in the bed. What is that? What the fuck is one of them things? One of them Alabama black snakes. Do any of y'all know what a BBC is? <laughs> okay, well, Jesus Christ. That's, that's legend <laughs> habit. He's slinging that slang. 
<laughs> but I am uncomfortable talking about it. So that's that's the last you'll hear from me. Pedro was not here. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro, you had to like Smokey be paid one of your your mama's uh, friends, man. Yeah. What happened? Pedro had to like Smokey Robinson his real dad. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so it's not even the midlife crisis because he's 82. <laughs> it's like the, the second onset midlife crisis. <laughs> he got to hit 40 twice. Him and, him and Ron Isley out here tripping, man. <laughs> man, this pandemic, I think we have a pandemic train of thought right now. Because <laughs> all these old folks coming out to Woolworth, one nigga talking about I'm the plug, another one having gasms. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, then I, I, on, I, I, on the nerve, the women on I got the nerve on the internet talking about Zaddy. Y'all <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> this nigga said hella old, man. Yes. What do we have if we don't have each other? We don't have anything if we don't have each other. Tell me, tell me. That's not bad. If he just kept out the uh, gasms and I fit in there. <laughs> yeah, wait, hey, man. Did, Qu- did, did Quincy Jones produce this? <laughs> Two old niggas in the studio talking about gasms. <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about nuts from years past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why does album Gasms look like an obituary? <laughs> They all look that way when you get a certain age, right? I, like, I don't know if you heard me, Aaron. I said I'm still uncomfortable talking about it. <laughs> this old oh. ass man who's the age of my parents. Here goes Smokey Robinson speaking for himself at the Grammys tonight. Here's a clip. Speaking for himself? What does that mean? Oh, he's right here. I'm joined by a legend and one of the night's performers. My mother is going to die. My mother's the reason I know who you are. The one and only Smokey Robinson, Mr. Robinson. It's so lovely to meet you and your beautiful wife, Francis. Hello. You nearly broke the internet we last week when you released the track list for your new album, which is called Gasms. What inspired this title? Tell us more, Mr. Robinson. Well, controversy. I want to be controversial. Let them talk about it. Let them wait and hear what it says. You know, so I, the, their curiosity is going to get the best of them because, but gasms is, you know, what you don't realize is that when you say gasms, most people think of orgasm, you know, uh-huh. but gasm is any good feeling you might have. Mm. Yeah. So. Well, you've been giving us good feelings to your music for a very long time. I have a question. I, I, yeah, Pedro, I'll answer your question, Pedro. Yes, uh, I know what you're thinking. That's Laverne Cox. I know you're probably thinking she's looking good right there. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> My question was, is that a man? Oh, it's a complicated question, Pedro. She looked better than some of those WNBA players you be putting on. So that was a man, right? It's a complicated question, Pedro. Okay. It depends on what, what does it her pronouns are not a man, Pedro. <laughs> Answer, all right, Pedro, put it like this. If it was in the A, B, or C form, A being male, uh, B being female, and C being all of the above, it would be C. Okay. That's all I need to know. Gotcha. 
All you need to worry about Pedro is that she not Mexican or white. <laughs> That's what disqualifies it. Right? <laughs> it don't matter what she. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the door is still open, Pedro. She's not white. All right, she's not it's white gross. or Mexican. You ain't got to worry about it. All right. Well, in other news, Tom Brady retired and uh, is calling it quits for good this time. He said this. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I just press record and let you guys know first. So I won't be long winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. What do you guys think about Tom Brady's retirement speech? The speech for him retiring. What's His announcement. What's going to talk about? His announcement. Well, this is the second time seeing the announcement. So, I mean, he retired. I mean, it wasn't much of a speech. I mean, he just retired. He was brought to tears. I like tears, he didn't waste man. time. I like he didn't waste time. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I, I respect him for that. Just like, get to the fucking point. You already got us last time. We don't want to hear about the tour. He just got to the point. I like that. I yeah, that. he he did say at the end he wouldn't change a thing. Do you think he's still hurting over Giselle, or is that his way of saying I'm staying in my standing my ground? And you know what? Although I'm sad or affected by our divorce, I'm still happy where I am in my life. No, I thought there was rumored to get back together. Um, she, I will she say dan- she prancing around with some jujitsu guy. Pedro. See, yeah, I, no, I, yeah, say, I understand yeah. that, but how how long are you gonna really do that? Just, man, I, good I, meat have you ever got? Have you ever put a woman in a sexual necktie uh, guillotine hold? Yes, <laughs> I did. And she left. <laughs> it sounds like she's scoring Pedro, so she ain't tripping Giselle over him. Uh, you know, just, I thought they were trying to work things out. I heard the news. She she dated an Uber driver. Nigga. She <laughs> well, um, the GOAT, as many call him, have retired. Is he your GOAT? Do you consider him to be the GOAT quarterback of all time? Or do you think that there is reason to reserve that title potentially for somebody else? I would say he's Tom Brady. He lives in Florida. He Everybody knows he's got $400 million. There is another train coming. He ain't worried about himself. Um, let's see. Is he's the most successful quarterback of all time? So he's number one. If they're going to go by any metrics, he's going to be the number one dude. No matter if you want to talk about Super Bowl, you want to talk about yards, you want to talk about wins, all these other things. Like he's got it. He's he's number one. It's not really a question. You could prefer somebody else. You could say I prefer John Elway. I prefer Joe Joe Montana. But like he's just number one. Man, right? there's no way you can go, get around it. Um, and you can talk about all the controversy surrounding it. But you know, people get hurt. Refs make calls. It's all scripted anyway. <laughs> we'll get to that shortly. But uh, anybody else? Is he your GOAT? Yeah. Or or are, are there any dissenters of the GOAT status being uh, given to him? I, I dissent on the GOAT status, period. There's only one greatest of all time. For years, we only named it for one person. Not in all sports. We didn't say a GOAT of basketball. We didn't say a GOAT baseball. We, whenever someone said the greatest of all time was Muhammad Ali. And that's where I stick to my GOAT. In honor of Black History Month, AG3 is reserving the term GOAT 
for the one and only Muhammad Ali. Shout out sponsorship. The greatest all time. I thought Goat was made up by that pimp, Fillmore Slim. <laughs> I think he's the greatest of all time, honestly. Anybody can put your daughter on hold for a couple of years and get it sent up to San Francisco immediately when she turns 18. It's got to be the greatest of all time. And she want to fuck with me, well, then she going to fuck with some pimping. That's, uh, that's There's amazing. a bunch of meth addicts that'll do that right now, Pedro. <laughs> San Bernardino. In, in, in Riverside, in Santa Fe, and Albuquerque. You can find but these five tomorrow. What about you, Adarius? Is he your goat, or, or do you reserve that for somebody else? Uh, I think there's there's several goats. I think that, to Aaron's point, it should be reserved. I don't know if he can just go through sports. You know, and, and it's hard, because Brady got a lot of uh, – he got a lot of chips, but he don't have too much dip. You, you feel me? Like, he don't have a sauce, man, like – he don't have the uh, the personality to be a goat, but he got the the, the hardware for it. So it's hard with Brady. Uh, to be honest with you, the only goat I respect is Michael Jordan. But I think there are several goats. Uh, Serena Williams is a goat in her own right. Uh, but again, when it comes to quarterbacks, there's been a bunch of motherfuckers who've been out there doing that. So it's hard. But shout out to Tom Brady. He will go down in history as one of the best football players. I do know that. I think Serena Williams would have been a better goat if she didn't marry that white man. <laughs> I'll tell you why. In honor of Black History Month. <laughs> In honor of Black History Month, Serena. Hey, let me tell you why. Hey, 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 Pedro, I'm glad it wasn't me who said that. As well. <laughs> so look, she married that white man. Where that white man life got too easy for her. She was baiting on them niggas. She wanted to beat up on all them white girls on the tennis court. She's lost her spirit. That's a white man with white problems. You deal with it. I guess my, my last question, what are you going to most remember him by? As as probably the pinnacle, you know, we have Breeze retiring. We have Peyton Manning and and Eli Manning. But the Mannings retiring. Ben Roethlisberger retiring. Rogers looking like he's getting closer and closer to calling it a quits. And now with Brady retiring. What is the last memory you have of Brady? Like, what is what will you always remember for? And this quarterback era that seems to be closing. You, you know what's the crazy thing about Brady is that he doesn't have, like, that one signature moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's had great games, and, you know, even the Super Bowl where he threw for 500 yards, he lost. Like, he doesn't have that signature moment. It isn't like, you know, like Jordan got that shot, you know, Kareem got the sky hook, Magic got the baby <laughs> hook, Shaq got the lobby caught from Kobe. You know, I mean, all these people got, whether it's Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, that home run chase, he doesn't have, like, that one moment that I could – reach back on that that probably made him like the best quarterback of all time because he ain't got that moment he just got the only, mo- the only moment the only moment he's ever had that i remember and that will go down in, in like kind of goat history is it wasn't during the football game it was when he threw the trophy to Gronk from <laughs> yes. one boat to another i agree with the doris he's only that's like the biggest one because he only had like, the one biggest game winning touchdown thrown it was, it was just some weak-ass wide receiver. Yeah, it was some weak-ass wide receiver. I ain't never heard Deion of him. Branch? Uh, no, it wasn't even him. No, no it was not way that after one. that. Somebody that only, like, jumped around, was only in the NFL for, like, three years. That was against like, on, That was no wide receiver. That was a... Uh, Troy Brown? No. no, it was when he was with New England, like, one of his last... Like, the year before his last year in New England, and they played, I believe it was a night game or a Monday night, or su- it was a Sunday night game against New Orleans, Drew Brees, and he threw it. That was the only one where he threw kind of the game-winning touchdown. It's been a lot of field goals in his life, right? A lot I mean, of field I mean, goals. I've heard been a lot, but I mean, there's a lot of games where they blow out people, mostly because they always had a good defense, and he threw 
I mean, yeah. Gronk can get all his yards, but without Tom throwing him the ball, like the same thing you know, with Edelman and Randy Randy Moss that one year. Like that was his peak right there. We had a good, really good receiver. Like knew he was going to throw fifty touchdowns and like do whatever. It looks like all the Tom Brady's moments was either had a controversial call behind it or somebody stepping off sides. Uh, interception call back, uh, non-call. All, that's was, that was all Tom Brady's moments getting to that next level. You know, I'm not going to knock the man. You, I mean, you have to be in that position. You have to, you know, he put in the work. He knows yeah. the timing. He's, he, I, I want to say he's the best time thrower, like, when it comes to timing. And round, crunch, crunch time. No, 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 no. In his plays, when he throws the ball, get rid of the ball, his timing is yeah. perfect. All that stuff was timing, and he was a wizard at that. Yeah, but he was. He was also a wizard at a couple other was, things. Yeah, cheating like deflating football. <laughs> but we're not gonna talk about that. If we look at it, he was he he made appearance in ten Super Bowls, I believe, or nine. What is it? Ten. He Dude. made an appearance in ten Super Bowls, won seven. But in my record book, in my personal record book, he really only has maybe generous four. Being realistic, three Super Bowl wins that I would say were legitimate, and right. and even then, like they weren't the prettiest of Super Bowls. You know, like, that's if, crazy. If we go over the list. We know two thousand two. Should he have even been in that game? Well, Craig Beaker recovered a fumble that was then called a incomplete pass that Charles Woodson knocked the shit out of his hand and made him fumble. Unfortunately, he got to move forward because Vinatieri made a field goal in the snow game. Like we said, another field goal. He got to advance, and they got to then spygate their way into beating the Rams. In hey, where were the Cowboys that year? They were... Right, I'm just, losing the this week. <laughs> give me started, Brandon. Anyways, 2004, they play against an upstart team that got hot, the Carolina Panthers, who really were just a wild-card team that weren't that good. Jake DeLum got on a heater, but that team was not built really to to compete with the top teams, and they got kind of a a cakewalk uh, title. But I'll give it to I'll give that one to them. Okay. Then you have Patriots Eagles to coming off a broken leg. They was still they were still cheating. Um, they were still cheating all these. They just cheating. They just cheating. They was recording stuff probably still. Wait, when did they get caught for the recording shit? I think that was was that two thousand. That was against the Rams. That was the first one. That was the Rams yeah. where they cheated and they taped the uh they taped the walkthrough and the they, practice. They got caught for that, but when did they? When did it become known that they had cheated? Wasn't that the first year that Randy Moss? So that was like yeah. several years later that it came out that they had Spygate shit, right? It was their first year with Moss. Was the year that that they beat the Jets or the Jets? No, in fact, it might have been before Randy Moss. It was whenever, yeah. uh, whenever That's that dude, the the coach was the man, man the genie, genie the, for the Jets. First uh, year with the Jets. Just look, uh, that, that was when it came. Two thousand seven. So he wins. Two more Super Bowls. So the first Super Bowl probably shouldn't have gotten. He wins two more Super Bowls before Spygate even breaks. They fall to the Giants uh, in 2008. 2012, they fall to the Giants again. So he's got 2002, 2004, 2005 titles. Two losses in a row in 08 and uh, 2012. 2015, they uh, beat the Seahawks. Well, what happened in that game? Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited, decided to follow the play call of that dumbass. I, I hope it's not Brian Schottenheimer's ass. Decides to follow the play call and throw a, a quick slant over the middle instead of handing it off to Marshawn Lynch, who was eating and would have scored a touchdown. And you want to run the ball because run the clock down to give them less Allegedly. Time. Anyways. Allegedly. Anyways. And maybe they were just following the script. 
So that's a title that probably they probably shouldn't have won. Then you got 2017, the 28-3 game against the Falcons, bruh. For real. For real. Come on now. Come on now. Y'all know that was that was a crooked-ass game. Or maybe not crooked, but Kyle Shanahan don't know how to call a run play when you feel yeah, the right. Yeah, they Okay, Matt, Matt Ryan got, ain't got enough balls to say, hey, I'm not going to do a seven-step drop when we're in field goal range. It can end the game, ice the game with a field goal. Let me just change to a run play and hand the ball off and need some more time so we can kick a field goal and ice the game. Dumbass motherfuckers. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and then you got the Eagles-Patriots where they lose. And then you got the Rams versus the Patriots. Now, this is one where I can say that was all Tom Brady. That's his title, okay? This is his one. Okay, he beat Jared Goff, who couldn't read a defense and couldn't do anything on offense if he wasn't the, able to the be told defense what won to that do. game. There was one touchdown in that whole game. <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible game. It was boring. It was terrible. It was gross. And then <laughs> he wins the one against the Chiefs, where the Chiefs basically had all the calls against them. Every single call in the first half went against them. Patrick Mahomes had both his starting tackles out of the game. They didn't know how to pass block for him. The game was just a it was a boat race. So if you want to give that to him, sure. So literally. That's two that I could say for sure he deserves and earned at the end of his career, nonetheless. That's why he won't be my GOAT. That's what I will remember. Tom Brady was much circumstance because remember, in some of those years after Spygate, there was also Deflate Gate that happened in the in the in the early teens and mid-teens of, of the 2000 teens. And that motherfucker threw his phone into a blender, literally. Then who's your goat? Who's your hey, goat? I, I bought one of those buttons. My after goat that, in honor of Black History Month is Quincy Carter. Jesus Christ. No. Nobody gonna take shit you say serious, Sam. Okay, never mind. No, no. My goal, quarterback. Uh 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 actually I don't have a goal quarterback because I think you, that you could have you would have been better saying Cordell Stewart, nigga. That is a good one. I like I like I how, like, how uh, about Warren, how about Warren Moon? I was gonna say Warren Moon. That was gonna be more my serious answer. Warren Moon was tight. That man could throw you some dimes. You're not giving Brady credit for these Super Bowls that he won, and you're going to name all these black quarterbacks that ain't even played in the Super Bowl. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm saying an honor black history, but Warren Moon, that man was putting on a diamond. He was old when he came into the league. He had to play the first several years of his prime. I don't know who your goat is. I don't really have a goal right now. Um, I would have said Troy Aikman, but then Aaron made me feel bad for for looking at his uh, career numbers and realizing he was <laughs> one of the worst numbers in the whole. He was I'm tight though. He's he he good not, in the box. He's good in the booth. <laughs> I liked him, but he was not tight, man. No, he's not good in the box or the booth. <laughs> I like him as an analyst. I think he's fair. He he criticizes the Cowboys and questions them on things. I'll too. take him over Tony Romo any day. Yeah, uh, I don't really have a goat though. I don't have a goat per se. Um, one of my favorite quarterbacks growing up, coming up, it was David Garrard. And I, I was super happy. I watched him in college at East Carolina. And then I watched him come in the league playing behind Leftwich at Jacksonville. And I was like, that dude can play. Obviously, Leftwich got injured and and he led the team to, you know, some uh, several winning seasons and playoff appearances. They just never got over the hump. And, you know, that was a that was a tough division. Another reason why Brady also doesn't get all my gold credit. And, and shout out to Todd for bringing this one up to me is that he played in the in the AFC East, which historically for his entire career was dog shit, except for like because two they, Because seasons. they beat everybody in the division, Jerry. Because everyone everybody already had two losses before the season started. He has the Jets. We don't have to say anything other than the Jets. He had Jets went the to Buffalo. three AFC titles. Jets were the second best team in that. The division. Jets were they the team the... that competed with them, but it was, it was a short window, and then they... They were and, better than the Bills were against them. 
The Bills were bad. The Bills, Music City Miracle. The Bills have been cursed. The Bills are bad. The Bills are bad. The Bills are bad. They've been bad. This resurgence these last three, four years. Just go ahead and say it. Your NFL goal should be, because since you ain't giving Tom Brady no credit, it should be Flo Montana, Joe Montana. No, oh hell. No, the Bills got that one year when EJ Manuel popped off for a year. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Black History Month. Shout out to EJ Manuel, sponsorship, and on our Black History Month. The Dyer's dropping a little nugget of knowledge for our black quarterbacks. But yeah, he's had several scandals. Shouldn't have won the first one. Was having scandals of cheating throughout all the other ones except for the last two, so... That's why he's not the go for me, bro. He's just like Eli Manning to me. He's so, like Eli Manning, except way more sophisticated, unless he's Eli Manning downing the ball in a flag football game to run out the clock. You can't discredit winning the Super Bowl. Somebody has to win the Super Bowl every year, so right. So some Super Bowl champions are gonna be better than others, right? They they already scheduled the next Super Bowl. They, the dates already set, things already booked. Like somebody's gonna win the Super Bowl next year. Don't matter if every quarterback in the league gets hurt, somebody's gonna fucking play in that game. But you gotta give him credit for making it to the fucking Super Bowl. There's well, 31 other teams. We take for granted that they played in the East. That and most years didn't they got, get to the Super Bowl, though. Most Jared. years they there's got 30 other teams. The there's there's 15 other teams that didn't even make the playoffs. And then you gotta win the game. Like you still have to win the game. Oh, I'm not taking away from his big playability and the fact that in big or in big moments, not big play. In big moments, he made big plays. He made throws to keep his team alive and get his kicker on the field. Uh, because his defense did a great job of it, but you act like uh, but you act like the they treaded water. If you act like they treaded water, like they're a better version of Seattle with Russell Wilson. They all the Seattle always won by like four four to six points, but they won every fucking game. Like that's the thing you like. You can't harp on like, oh my gosh, he made this one throw. Like he didn't put him in a position to lose the game. And guess what? They had they had a habit of winning. If the fucking D football Ford games. had <laughs> apparently been standing offside. They're not beating the Rams in that Super Bowl. So really, it's one Super Bowl to me. In other news, in other NBA news, in honor of Black History Month, niggas been wildin'. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great segment. What do you mean, you people? The NBA fights have uh, taken over in basketball this week in the NBA. Shout out to Dylan Brooks. Yeah, first with Donovan Mitchell and Dylan Brooks getting into a scrum where Dylan Brooks was thrown to the ground by his tucked-in black wife beater. I told that little nigga, don't fuck with me. Then, following that, uh, Doc Rivers, son, Austin, wanted to be a tough guy against a dude who has a rap song named after him, Mo Bamba. They got in a frickus and a fracas. That was a crazy one, man. That, that one. <laughs> Mo Bamba was on the bench wearing a shirt when that happened. I'm like, what? Mo Bamba was sitting down, just shit talking like normal. And Austin Rivers came down on offense, stepped off the court, and got in his face. Chaos ensued. Uh, Austin Rivers did throw a cute half punch while falling down. What do you guys think about the current state of affairs with the NBA and this fake tough guy syndrome boiling over? Black History Month, nigga. I think it's needed. I think we need more rivalries, a uh, little bit of heat, but just just um, on a side note, Dylan Brooks, now you see he's going to fight with everybody, so you see what kind of a dude he is, just like his shirt says, a wife but a tucked in white beater. That's, I forgot. I can't remember. in white beater. That's I could, that is. wasn't even a white beater. That was like a, a bodysuit. I couldn't remember. I was, I couldn't remember it snaps in the middle. Suit. Dude, don't forget, uh, fake tough guy Memphis Grizzlies, is, a report came in that some of John Morant's family and friends intimidated and apparently put a red dot 
from outside a car or laser sight or a laser a red laser was pointed at some indiana pacers staff from a car that was driving beside them which people believed uh, was probably a red dot sight potentially connected to a gun unless they were just playing a fun joke that you do in middle school or with your cat on the wall and just pointing a red laser around nba game bankers and uh, yeah, so now the NBA is investigating whether or not John ja Morant or his associates uh, pointed a red laser that could be attached to something that could be a firearm or was just a red laser dot that he was trying to just point at them to jokingly uh, make them paranoid about being shot. Regardless of which, uh, niggas is wildin'. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right, family. Mess up the money. Mess up the money, family. This is why I can't stand niggas. Did they not learn from Gilbert Arenas? Don't play around with guns anywhere near or with the NBA. (laughs) Well, John Moran brother's been now banned for a year out of the stadium. Silly, silly nigga. Mess up the money. Keep messing up the money. Banging in the NBA. I kill my brother if he ever mess up my money. (laughs) (laughs) The nigga ain't got no sense. Darius, speak on T. Morant raising John Morant's brother. To get banned. <laughs> is that his actual brother or might be just someone he called him his brother? I, I don't know if it's his real brother, man, but shout out to them niggas for scaring these white people so crazy, man. I bet they had laser pointers or something. He, put, he had a gun. Like, oh, man, shout out, shout out to them for, because I know exactly what happened. They probably was playing the fake Doug role, even though I bet they got some hitters around them somewhere in adjacency, but uh, they would. You wouldn't actually put a laser on somebody that was a gun laser, and you, John Moran, like you're not that stupid. Like no fights is worth that shit. So I bet they just scared him. Oh, this just in: Javaris Crittenton begs to differ. <laughs> exactly. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't put nothing over nothing. Nobody in Memphis, man. Oh, this just in. Uh, Mag the Stallion begs to differ. Yeah, that, that wasn't that, that wasn't his brother. That's that's like his home. How you get all this fan mail so quick, Jared? How you get these messing up the money? I can't believe niggas, boy. <laughs> they just try their best to mess up. They 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 own. They, they'll pee and poop in their own bed and don't even realize it. I hope John Morant wasn't a part. Jesus Christ. It's a it's an investigation. We're gonna see what happens with that. So that's a big story and the fights. So I guess uh, the fights are okay. The little scraps on the court, yeah, passion, well, you know, competition, but uh, guns in the streets potentially. That's these fathers the game out here. That's that's yeah. how they teach them. Exactly. <laughs> we got a game bang first. Hey, look, there ain't nobody gonna say nothing about us. We gonna <laughs> shoot these nickels. <laughs> Silly ass. Yeah, man. You know, father of the year. Them, when I think of father of the year, I think of T. Morant, Joseph Stalin, uh, Tukey Williams, fathers of the year. <laughs> Tory Lane's daddy. Tory Lane's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what would Michael Michael Jordan do? I was saving something about Michael B. Jordan for my 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 Cutty Corner shout out. Depends. Everyone on here say Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Brandon. No, not yet. But God damn it, it's on Disney Plus, bro. Just watch it. Get it out of the way. 
<laughs> that's gonna be my cutty corner shout out. You might have to close your ears, then. No, man. I, <laughs> no, I heard I heard Dr. Umar's review of it. I couldn't watch it after that. What was right? Dr. Umar? How many lashes he give out? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Umar was like, I did not pay my money to see these. <laughs> I forget what word he used. These Mexicans beat up on our black people. <laughs> oh, they beat the shit out of them too. I thought the same thing. I'm like, damn, they beat the shit these out of these blue Mexicans. <laughs> blue Mexicans over here. I can't believe that. I'm like these blue baskets putting in work. Hey, um, oh, boy. Uh, th- hey, I called Dr. Umar Johnson to put in, put in reports. So, man, three of you guys on the show, oh, him some lashes. <laughs> three of you guys on the show. I told him you put Joe Burrow above real black quarterbacks. They don't build out their lashes, man. I told him we need the lashes, Dr. Umar. AG3, Michael B. Yeah. Jordan is playing T. Morant. Hyping up his son on how to be gangster. What will Michael B. Jordan do? Yeah, 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 Shannon. Yeah, Shannon. You think you think you bad? I'm bad, Shannon. I'm bad. You see that? You see that chair? You see that metal in that chair? That ain't, that ain't Staples Center metal. That's vibranium. That's from Wakanda. <laughs> That's a condom. Don't you be talking about my. I'm gonna sit over here. I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have to take this off your hands. I'm the biggest nig in here. This sounds like porn. This is me, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I'm also going to play the role of Nipsey Hussle, a guy who raps mediocre, but let people set up a stand and sell socks <laughs> for cheap price in my neighborhood. <laughs> All you need is a mediocre actor to play a mediocre rapper. Oh, so boy. come to your theater near you, directed by Ryan Coogler. <laughs> called the ultimate hustle we'll be shooting on location in culver city shooting literally and figuratively mm-hmm. wow this might be the wildest podcast in the world <laughs> all right <laughs> let's get to cutty corner shout outs is there anything else that we want to talk about uh super bowl predictions jared oh yeah shit okay. this shit come out right before the super this is one thing we can all right do let's do this all right it is super bowl week and the Kansas City Chiefs are facing off against the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagle, fly with the white guy. Who is that guy's name? Sirianni? No, no. And that explain that video, Jerry. He don't know. Oh, Brandon shit. was here last week. Brandon, you missed the show last week, Brandon. That was, you know oh, that was probably one of the happiest shows ever. Yeah, it was, it was for me, too. Uh, let's just say i had a great episode last week i was just feeling myself i compiled a playlist of music i was just ready to listen to throughout the episode it was uh it was like a good workout i got burned at some point i got cussed out about the niners and then i forgot that he had cussed me out about it <laughs> cussed me out again later like, like this jared came to me on monday brandon and said hey man i forgot to talk about this lebron james getting fouled this and that can we do a show on monday i said hell no <laughs> we got what we got <laughs> Uh, it was still it turned out to be a decent episode. One anyway. person called it our greatest episode ever. <laughs> one fan mail. Yeah, ooh, what? Ooh, the devil. Shout out to Soul Raider, who called last week's episode one of his favorites of all time, especially the part where Creed came in. Oh, no, you're playing too much fucking music. That is true. <laughs> all right, here's the uh, Eagles song. Shout out to all my Niner fans out there. Sponsorship. Let's go, Philly, stand up. And we brought it. Every go, go, play. 
See, I cheer for a team with fans that just like noise. Hellgate morning, freak out at night, boys. Eagle songs that make you get hype, boy. It's Mr. Reed. And I'm your favorite white boy, Stevie Wright, boy. And I'm bleeding green. Now I'm about to show you what this means to me. Come on, scream with me. Yeah, where's my people? Okay, that's enough of that. I think it's, it's no, yeah. no, no, are, are we gonna talk, are we gonna talk about are we gonna talk about how Philadelphia white people are just like Boston white people with black friends? <laughs> right? They're the no, exact same no. person. And they're not like Boston white people because they got black friends. Right? <laughs> that makes them totally not Boston black people. They can be dicks like each other, but <laughs> But that's it. That's but there's less hate in one's heart than the other. Exactly. That's where it ends. The Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, what is your prediction and what is what's the X factor of how the game plays out for you? It depends on what happens during Rihanna's halftime show. Depends like, on how much she is showing. Niggas are going to lose their mind and play either really good or really bad. So Rihanna, you can really uh, skew the outcome of this game by twerking don't worry i think jackson mahomes will be somewhere doing a tiktok video and he's gonna just neutralize all that 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 beautiful nubian uh sensual irregular gasm energy uh, his <laughs> gasm from wearing too tight of skinny jeans <laughs> he got gene gasms <laughs> exactly. anyways well all right so uh what is your prediction though give me a score who do you see winning, and what is a, what is an X factor or something that will be major in the way the game plays out? 31-14, Kansas City. Jalen Hurts uh, gets hurt after Chris Jones sacks him. Re-injures his shoulders out for the game. Damn, damn. Brandon, that was, my, that was my exact score last week. That was my exact I score. I thought you had 31-10 last week. No, no, no. That was my oh. prediction. Oh, oh, I said Patrick Mahomes, 31-14. I said I'm gonna go Patty Mahomes 24-17. My prediction is that I would be sitting back at home smoking a cigar, making some homemade no bean chili, and just enjoying it, puffing on my cigar, enjoying my two black quarterbacks go at it. I want Patty Mahomes to win. Hopefully he can win and pull out the legend of Patty Mahomes grow. But if he loses, I ain't gonna mind. Smoking on that Joe Barrow. I got to say, I have the Eagles actually winning it. I think that the Eagles are going to um, more well we're on the team. And I think that defense is going to, you know, be able to make it tough for Patrick Mahomes, who's going to be less mobile. They're going to need to protect him and keep him upright. He can play and win being a pocket passer and not being as mobile, which is fine. It's whether or not, you know, they can hold up against that, uh, that pass rush of what they're bringing by the Eagles. Otherwise, I've seen the Eagles uh, start hot and then kind of stifle, and they can be stifled offensively, especially if you play the run well um, and really make Jalen Hurts hit small window throws. So if they can, you know, simulate that and and get that going, they can make it real hard on Jalen Hurts. But I think that the that the Eagles are going to be able to put up enough points. I got it uh, a third. Oh, what is it? Uh, 29-24 Eagles. Sadly. I don't want the Eagles to win. I want KC to win, but I think that the Eagles got a little too much, too much stuff going in their favor. And they're going to be able to uh, get enough at the end of the game to keep it out of reach for Mahomes. Yeah. Is, is anything out of reach for Mahomes though? 
No, I think I think this is going to be one of those things where you know they're going to be able to go up and they got to. I think this be a late field goal. That means that Patrick Mahomes got to then march down, score a touchdown, not a lot of time, and uh, they're you know just basically teeing off, teeing off on him. Maybe they'll be smarter than uh, maybe they'll be smarter than the Jacksonville defensive coordinator, and they'll send pressure up the middle. But they can get the pressure up the middle with their D tackles. They got D tackles that can penetrate and push the pocket. So that's going to be the real battle. Edge rush, not so. I like edge rush is always going to be there, but. That uh that push the pocket and collapsing the pocket that's what the Eagles do pretty well so, uh, but Patrick Mahomes can get it out and find dudes. It's whether or not this broken ass receiving corp he has is going to be able to get open. I think it's going to be a tough, tough match for him, and he's going to do everything he can to keep it close. But it's going to be a little too, too, too daunting of a task. Yeah, how are you guys going to spend your Super Bowl? What are your plans for your Super Bowl? You guys going to be uh, watching it by yourself? You're going to be watching it at a party? And what is the one uh, Super Bowl food that you're looking most forward to? No party sure. here. You know I don't do no Super Bowl parties. No, nah, man, I think uh, me, it's going to be uh, eating as much chicken and uh, chicken and pizza as I can. Hopefully I'm asleep before the end of the game. No, I plan on having a party. I'm going to have a couple of these uh, 16-year-old boys come over. I want it to sound bad because it is. You don't have to worry. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen, Pedro. We're rooting for you, and we hope that uh, everyone is there and has a responsible, uh, good time. My grandkids day. drink. <laughs> Cutty Corner Shoutouts Cutty Corner Shoutouts Cutty Corner Shoutouts is a symbol in the show Where everyone gets a chance to rank a plane Or highlight something positive in the world Cutty Corner Shoutouts Cutty Corner Shoutouts It's time, it's time. It's time. AG3, do you have a cutting corner shout yeah, out? Yeah, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Brandon, you might want to mute this for a second, even though it's not that big of a spoiler, but it's still a spoiler from a movie. Spoiler alert for anybody. Hey, 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 I know Jesus comes back, okay? You ain't spoiled it before. This is my thing. This is my thing. <laughs> MCU, this is my cutting corner shout out goes out to MCU head of production and, and management of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Kevin Foggy. Done a great job. You didn't fuck up movies like like my boy Michael Bay has having all kind of goddamn stupid ass small ass robots. And I just saw a fucking junkyard explode when he shot one robot. Somehow all the cars that's flattened and ain't got no gas in them or engine parts explode. You done a great job except for one part, man. Listen, listen, I know it's comic book characters, but when the character's dead, let him be dead, right? We shouldn't need that actor to die in real life. May he rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman, for a character to remain dead. I'm watching Wakanda forever. I'm enjoying it. It's good. The action fights are much better than the first Black Panther. The, the fight scenes are way better. I'm enjoying the movie. But then all of a sudden, we cut to a part. And this motherfucker, Michael B. Jordan, is back as Killmonger, man. And I'm like, dude, okay, who cares that if it's a dream or if it's an astral plane, whatever the fuck it is. When you kill a character, kill him off, man. 
I know it's comic book movies and stuff, but I want this fool dead. I didn't go into this movie expecting to see Michael B. Jordan. I wanted it to uplift Chadwick Boseman, right? I wanted to see a memorial to Chadwick Boseman, and you're going to fuck it all up by bringing this non-acting motherfucker, Michael B. Jordan. I couldn't believe this shit. I, I was doing much better with the Blue Mexicans than I was in Michael B. Jordan being in this fucking movie. That shit almost ruined my whole fucking movie. I'm over here walking, and all of a sudden, here he is trying to talk all tough and shit. And I'm like, God damn. You know, got his shirt off, looking like he ready to be in Creed 3. Now, I'm, I might go watch Creed 3, because as buff as that motherfucker Jonathan Majors look, ain't no way he lost that fight. Ain't no way he loses that fight. And if he do, I'm going to stand up and throw some shit at the screen. <laughs> because I'm glad I saw this shit in my own house, and I got respect for my own stuff. Man, I was so mad. I used that as a time to go use the bathroom. I was so pissed, dude. Kept the shit playing. You know, the whole the whole glory about being able to watch movies in your house now. It's like, oh, I could pause when I need to use the bathroom, get something to eat, this and that. Once Michael B. Jordan came on the screen, intermission break without stopping shit. <laughs> An automatic intermission break. That I'm going to tell everybody, if you in the movie theater, Michael Jordan B. Jordan come on screen, it's intermission break time. Uh, no lights on, intermission break. Take your time. Keep them dead, please, Kevin Foggy. Keep him dead. I almost threw a no. at my own TV trying to kill his ass. No, there's that website like uh, windtopee.com. Like it'll tell you like when movies come out, like when's the best time to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You do that for Michael B. Jordan. Just be like, hey, when this motherfucker shows up, anytime. Aaron got got great timestamps for every other movie mm-hmm. than any Michael B. Jordan movie. Fruitvale Station. Soon as this, on soon the as they in the station. Mm-hmm. Go to the bathroom. I believe uh, I warned you of that. And go buy hilarious. a park ticket. <laughs> and it's hilarious. You said it was going to be something that pissed me off. You didn't tell me what it was. You motherfucker. <laughs> I just realized that. You did say it's going to be something in that movie that pissed you off. Ain't that a bitch? Pedro, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yeah, man. I, I had one, but I'm going to change it because I just seen what happened. What kind of kind of shout out goes to the NFL All Star Game? Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. They still can't get it right. Oh, my Cleveland Browns are cursed. Because if you didn't see what just happened, your boy, Miles Garrett, dislocated his toe. Oh, shit. In the obstacle course challenge they, they had. It looked like an old school. It's like a race. You jump over a wall under, under a, you know, it's, it's almost looks like a military style uh, obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Man dislocated his toe. Cleveland can't get right. We got a pervert quarterback. We got a hurt pass rush. <laughs> we got hurt, uh, whole hurt secondary. Did they fire their dis- defensive coordinator yet? I don't know. They need to. <laughs> that dude, he like that dude in um uh Jacksonville, just with some of the goofiest play calls out, out of all. If it wasn't for Miles Garrett, it wouldn't have been in none of them games. Because our pervert quarterback back there, um, thinking he can just throw the ball to the other team and be okay with it. And it's like, well shit, I, I touched these girls, I might as well go ahead and touch them. <laughs> so, just I mean we can't get right. Hopefully, we get a good good all season. They get healthy. Um, Deshaun Watson learns the playbook. It's a it's a run first offense. So 
it's almost uh, San Francisco style. So I'm hoping he, you know, he get gets it together, and Cleveland Browns will be your 2024 Super Bowl champions against Jared's Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Have a whole pervert bowl. Jared Jones <laughs> touching women in the booth. Deshaun Watson getting the holes on Instagram. We got the ghost of Eugene Robinson. <laughs> damn, he ain't even damn, but he got the ghost there. <laughs> Brandon, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Oh, yeah, man. My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to me. Uh, so, very recently, I've been diagnosed with uh, ADHD. And if you guys are not familiar, it's attention. <laughs> Attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. As you can see by, if you're looking at this on video, I'm not very active, but at the attention deficit for sure. Um, and what I, as I learn more about it uh, and research it, sometimes like I really, really get focused on stuff. Um, and I realize I get focused on the wrong things. Like this came up this week. You ever had like a bad uh, coworker? Like somebody you just didn't like, somebody you're like, man, I don't like this bullshit. This motherfucker calls coming. Yeah, like the kind of person, like the kind of person is like, hey man, I'm running ten minutes late. You want anything from Starbucks? It's like, no, nah, nigga, I want you here at work because I'm not <laughs> the slack for you right now. Uh, the kind of person you got to kind of cover up stuff for all the time. And I realized I've been holding this grudge against this lady for more than ten years, and it's you know it's significant because she tried to connect with me on LinkedIn, and my first thought was like, this bitch right here, and I don't know, like she didn't do anything illegal, she didn't do anything personal to me, but we just didn't vibe at work. And I realized I've been holding this grudge, and I've been focused on this for way too long. So I don't know if there's like a twelve step program I need to go into or something, but. I'm afraid that I'm going to be on my fucking deathbed thinking about how this lady was fucking up at work. So my cutting corner shot goes out to me. Um, actually, I was, talking, I was actually talking about this with a couple of people I, I played football with uh, in high school. I remember, <laughs> so it was like we were down three. It's about to be halftime or whatever. We got a ball at our own 15. We throw the ball. We get to the 30-yard line. We try to get in the field goal range. Right? We throw the ball again, get another first. Don't get another 20 yards. We're like a, at the 50. It's first first down, dive. Second down, dive. <laughs> Third down, dive. Thought you they were never gonna see that coming. <laughs> to this day, I think about why the fuck do we stop throwing the ball? To this day. Adarius, do you have a cutty corner shout out? Yeah, man. My cutty corner shout out today or this week, or I guess right now. Um my turn going to shout out goes out to Xfinity. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people have probably had a lot of uh, <laughs> shit over the years of Xfinity, but I personally. Why are we playing Hoopa Stack? Here, uh, is this what he did last week? This boy? breaking news: the 49ers are <laughs> looking at the Super Bowl. I wanted to hear what Darius got to say about Chicago. I'm not trying to probably drop that too. Waste of time. It's no beat, man. This sounds sound like it was playing at a Peyton Manning house for you, Tennessee. Yeah, uh, can you stop playing this shit? We still on the show too, man. God, I'm not bad, Darius. You better get Pedro beat, man. You better turn that shit down. <laughs> like, what? Which alternative white woman you talking to, Pedro? <laughs> <laughs> I heard what you said uh, earlier. <laughs> I heard what you said earlier about Mexicans and white women. Where you been since yesterday, knuckle? 
You been fucking around? Nope. Let me smell your dick. <laughs> continue, Darius. I'm sorry. I mean, it's hard to continue with people like you, Jed. Uh, my shout <laughs> out goes to Xfinity. I got two rooms in this house that have TVs in it, uh, but they only gave me one Xfinity box. Uh, when I went to go get the new Xfinity box to add into the second room, they told me that it's okay. Just disconnect the cable box from the one room and put it in the other room. <laughs> that defeats the fucking purpose of why I'm here to receive <laughs> two fucking boxes. Uh, furthermore, it's easier to get an apartment right next door to you and to start another Xfinity account and to get a motherfucking box for the same house you live in. These people, are they speaking alien language or what? I don't know, man. I was just so lost. It took it took three people to figure out what I was talking about. One girl got another dude. The other dude said, let me get my manager. The manager came back and said, oh, you just need another box. Yes, bitch, that's all I need is another box. That's hilarious. It was, just, it was one of the worst trips I've ever had. Uh, I didn't know what they were talking about, but um, yeah, I was very confused. Uh, Xfinity, you need to do some type of background checks, make sure uh, these people aren't the same people that Jared's getting his TikToks from, because uh, that's what it seemed like to me. It seemed like Jared Jared got a uh, hashtag Xfinity employee, and that's where he's pulling up all these silly, stupid-ass videos from. So shout out to you, Xfinity, for hiring pieces of non-brain, working-ass people at your retail store. I mean, I'm sure the customer service is great, but it's probably imported from the Philippines. You got three Nick. This is the best. You got three Nick. You got three N words. <laughs> Still can't give me a fucking cable box, man. <laughs> <laughs>I'm not trying to hate on Derek Carr. Derek Carr is <laughs> yes, you are military quarterback in the league. He's all right. You can't even let the bag get uh, Derek. Derek Carr, man. Derek Carr. Oh yeah, but Derek Carr got to go to the Pro Bowl and do the gritty. Okay, got to make jokes. You know, self-deprecating jokes about uh, him lighting it up at Allegiant Stadium, but for some reason he's still not wanted. You know, it's all good. He got to show his personality and win the accuracy contest. Yeah, he did not say that, Jerry. You made it sound all bad on him the way it's you because Josh at least Allen, quote him right. It's because Josh Allen declined to go and would rather play in a golf tournament. So the Pro Bowl, although they tried to act like they was going Squid Game, like I told them to. They didn't go full Squid Game. It was still engaging. They had the little games for points, and it was building up to see who was going to win at the end. And you had Snoop Dogg on the sideline trying to give the Cowboys players some nickname, All Night Boys or something like that. I don't want that. I want them in sleep, in bed, ready, rested, and ready to play. All right? I don't see Ray Lewis and DeMarcus Ware on the sideline calling plays, defensive plays on flag football that's 40 feet, 40 yards by 40 yards on the field. Like, that's a square. That's not, that's hard to guard. But anyways, all I say is, there call man. Oh, yeah. The greatest stat-wise quarterback the Raiders ever had, man. Got to be in a Pro Bowl because Josh Allen didn't want to go. Also, Tyler Huntley was there. In honor of Black History Month, Tyler Huntley was at the skills competition. Uh, Was he a a Pro Bowl quarterback this year? Wait a minute. What what, what position he played? Quarterback. Tyler Huntley. 
The nigga that fumbled on the one yard line so Cincinnati Bengals could return it 99 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> he was at the Pro Bowl? He was a replacement for Joe Burrow. <laughs> what? They, they couldn't get enough guys to play, man. Yo, they, 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 they it was deep. It, it was That's why deep. I said, wait a minute. Are you talking about, you saying quarterback or quarterback? Like the the quarterback. Oh, my God. Can I tell you, can I tell you Tyler Hundley's 2022 stats? Yes, please do. Uh, he had a record of uh, two and two. He <laughs> threw for 658 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. In honor of Black History Month, <laughs> Tyler Huntley was invited to be a Pro Bowl quarterback and display his prowess at passing in an accuracy drill. He <laughs> got that high schooler million dollar Nico to be on that motherfucker. <laughs> so not only did we have to be blessed with dead car, man, oh yeah, dead car, greatest Raider quarterback statistically speaking all the time, man. But also Tyler Huntley. But in honor of Black History Month, I'm okay with Tyler Huntley being there. I'm mainly not okay with uh, Derek Carr not being there. A lot of AFC quarterbacks were either worse than Tyler Huntley or not, (laughs) or they were hurt. Like Tua couldn't play. He's still in concussion protocol. Tyler Huntley was two and two, Aaron. (laughs) Tua couldn't play. Josh Allen already declined. Bro declined. Herbert declined. Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Hey, bro, I would have been like, what are you NFC niggas? They couldn't put they couldn't put the rape the pervert in Deshaun Watson. <laughs> he played in many games as Huntley. They had to go. And all of them for Pittsburgh were suck more than Huntley. <laughs> they had to go with Huntley. My cutting corner shout out goes to the NFL for still not getting their shit right. They trying to get it right. They moving in the right direction. Come to me, I'll help you develop a full-on Nickelodeon squid game challenge that can really like <laughs> capture the imagination of the children, the fans everywhere. The Senior Bowl was literally yesterday. Y'all could have a Senior Bowl. Seriously. At, oh, yeah. at UNLV. Not a big deal. And fan mail and fan mail from uh, Lolo Times, AG3. Do Drake be like? <laughs> I know you know that you want to know that she thinks you know that you're on the phone, that she thinks you know that she wants you to know that I want you to know. <clears throat> that boy's good. Voice wasn't whiny enough. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, you follow some obscure things, my brother. Hey, I don't man, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, he didn't tell like he had enough horse riders. That dude looked like a cross between, like Brandon said, Ben Simmons and Jesse Smollett. <laughs> hey, Jerry, you need to close some of these windows before you're on router crash. <laughs> I know you know that you want to know that she thinks you know that you're on the phone. I'm Marquis, baby. Shout out to I'm Marquis. Hey guys, I don't know if I can handle this show.
I, I, Jerry, you need to take a break from social media. <laughs> yeah, we, need, we need to use this rest of this show. This nigga, this nigga got 23 windows open at the top of this screen. This should be and all Instagram, Instagram and TikTok. Instagram. This needs, we need to have a TikTok intervention right now. Yeah. And here's the sad show. part. Your bookmarks are, t- are, are Twitter. I got this. Twitter I got this. is 15 racist ass brands. You guys want to see what this bookmark is? No, I don't want to see none of them. The Art of Speculating. By Regina N. Oh Bradley, God. edited by Maurice Broadus, narrated by Kevin Rainier, published in the autumn 2020 issue of Fireside Quarterly. I'm a southern black woman who stands in the long shadow of the civil rights movement. Oh, southern hip-hop helped me navigate the contemporary black south. When I gathered with friends, southern hip-hop was the soundtrack. When I grieved my father, southern hip-hop was my comfort. Happy Black History Month, guys! 